Welcome back. Another Wednesday is another Sentai, and we are finally on to Chapter 2, Season 2, whatever you want to call this. We are entering the Zords now. Robo Zords. So let's start this with the 1978 Spider-Man Toei Sentai, Shane Butcher's Name. The Zord's Name. Leo Pardon. Probably about as close as it's going to get. Well, here he is. Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and do that yeah, this we time. Kind of, we kind of forgot about that last one that we recorded. Yeah, but that's a good thing. We don't actually have our names attached to the last one, other than Shane. William Bush, Reploid Bill. Scott Action Jackson. Sub-level Saria. Shane McCree Proto Guy. Well, here he is. Here's mm. your um, Leopardon. Describing a Zord is going to be a lot different than uh, costumes. I don't even know where to begin. <clears throat> um, He has, like, greaves, I guess, on his legs, which are, like, have spider emblems. Webbing. And then he wears like a uh, <clears throat> a belt thing. The kind of crotch belt has webbing too. And then uh, he has like a weird samurai head type of thing going on with web the eyes. Sword has abs. Does he have a goatee? Your best bet for this set of things here that we're going to start doing is to actually watch the YouTube. Yeah. At, le at least from the start. Next. <clears throat> oh, that's a mouth. Thank you. I did See, at first I thought it was just a weirdly, <clears throat> uh, oddly shaped goatee. And it's like a spider mouth thing. It's Spider-Man's Zord. And, yeah, I guess and that's, the, so that's the, why. The eyes are kind of... It's a spider zord named Leo. The eyes are kind of like Leo. circular, like the flies, Lion. bugs type Lion of eyes. Crap. What the <clears throat> Next. Bug. Spider shield! What? Web shield! It, it, it's got a spider sword fighting some weird monster. Dude, look, his pinky is out. His pinky <laughs> is out. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's sophistication killing. That's right. <clears throat> Is that why he's smacking him He was sideways? taught proper etiquette when it comes to killing. Dude. Next. Um. Hmm. Um. What? Did that man just shoot his arm? Yes, he, he shot his arm to grab and this mech. The back of the he is Zord he looks is, like it's got a... He is less than 10 feet from that <clears throat> mech. Why would you shoot your arm? Surprise! You're dead. <laughs> Technically, Shaney's not ten feet away. I mean, proportionately, <clears throat> yes. But technically speaking, that Zord is supposed to be a couple skyscrapers tall. That's true. Look at so the trees. I mean, it takes one step. <laughs> for them, for them, but they're not actually I, ten I feet away. I understand that if, if I was there, it would take multiple steps. <laughs> but for that gentleman, right there, one step. 
and he's in the face. Next. Kind of a cartoony style with Spider-Man and a... And it looks way better. Next. Still better. Next. Still better. <laughs> Next. Oh, some uh, bit of info. Spider car. And look at that. Look at that lion head. Tiger leopard, head. Leopard head. It's like a leopard head. So that thing on his back mm. is a leopard head. He's a spider. This Zord, however, has spider webs on it. Along with a leopard head. It wasn't it called like Leopardin? Is this a leopard spider? Yep. Maybe. There's a car. Why does he need a car? Because sometimes mm. you don't have a building to swing from. Like, if Spider-Man was here in Peoria, He'd need a spaceship he could swing to... through one section of downtown, and then he would need a way to get around. He'd need something to... Let's just say, as an example, he's in Tokyo. He can swing. <laughs> Not all no, Tokyo. I don't know. Look at there. Though. He looks like he's driving down a road. He's not even driving it. That's the problem. That in downtown Tokyo, he can swing. Next. But that's not downtown. He doesn't need a car. Next. Uh, looks more like an action figure so version. Over the comic book cover. Next. Arc turn. Was it some special move or? No, Tony Stark just uh, helped build his sword. That's all it is. Next. Uh oh, it's coming for you. Trying to look like a badass. Next. Well, there's the the flying mode on leopard left. head. And then there's its fighting mode, I guess, with the weird sword thing on the right. Next. Is it trying to play catch with a spiky ball, mine ball, or something? Next. Kind of looks like a mace fist. Am I wrong? <clears throat> Next. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh. Crotch rocket. What the? F um. Looks like the creature. Yeah, I think that's the monster. Yeah, it the, is. the monster must yeah. be shooting a laser. Because of this picture, he just pulled a Dan Abiki, and that attack didn't reach him. Next. Uh, maybe finishing with the sword. Next. Oh, explosion! He just shot a. Next. Out. I think this image. Is from that uh, Spider-Verse, with the Zord actually appearing in the comics. I didn't get to read that, but in that Spider-Verse book, I know that they did go around to a lot of different spider histories, because one of the places that they went was they went to the Spider-Man and his amazing friends, and <laughs> the bad guy killed all three of them. Next. And we're back. Okay. It's time to uh, rate this here 
Zord. Zord. Robo. Zord. In Japan, it's called Robo. We are starting this season pretty, pretty hard here. You can yeah. tell by our excitement. It's just that it's because we're American. We look at the Spider-Man thing. Why does he even have a Zord? Why was he fighting monsters? If he did have a Zord here in America, would it would it really look like that? Why a leopard head? There are multiple things here that are working against him when we come over here to America and have to talk about it. I suppose that here in America, if Spider-Man called his Zord down... It'd probably be more of a Spider-Zord. He would... Let's say he was fighting Otto Octavius, for example. Dr. Octopus is dead. He would just step on him. When, when he pulls out this building-sized robot, who's going to stop him? Well, over there, he was fighting gigantic uh, friggin' kaiju. Here in America. Yes, here in America, this um, is a weird concept. But over yeah. there, he pretty much helped launch the Power Rangers thing. Yeah, the whole Power Rangers, Zord, Robo, Sentai thing. He was one of the fundamentals. From what I understand, there was a show called, like, Kaiman Rider or Common Rider or some shit like that, which also we've been talking about possibly reviewing some of those costumes, too. Now, that show helped set the standards for how the Rangers would be, and then it this kind of borrowed ideas from that, and that's why, like... He doesn't change into the Spider-Man costume in the series. I have some of this. He, like, hits this thing on his wrist, and the suit, like, comes out, and then he just kind of, like, jumps into it or something. It's like some weird, almost think the Flash. When he shoots the, his suit out of the ring? That's the best way I can explain it, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then... The, the, the wrist thing is also the communicator to call the Zord. Yeah, but what I'm getting at is that he sets the foundation for the second part of what Super Sentai would become. Every week, he fights a monster, and then that monster that he beats grows, and then after that monster grows and becomes a kaiju, he summons a big giant robot, because, and big robot fights. the same formula that Sentai followed. Yes. Fight a, fight a monster, after it grows, the, Yeah, after this is when it started fight. in the Sentai. So this and... Common Rider, or I'm probably saying that wrong. I can't remember if it's Kaiman Rider or Common Rider, but it's one of those two things, and they helped set the foundation for what we see as Super Sentai today. Uh, unfortunately, here in America, we did get a version of the Common Rider, which was around the time of that Ninja Turtles live action series. They got Jason David Frank to play the Rider. Yeah, that's, kind of, that's actually kind of cool. He played. I think they played it for. That's actually that's actually really cool. The, actually. the, the Did writer it go a season? in outfit. Did it go one season? I don't know. I I know that when he was out of the costume, it was a completely different actor. So, in the costume, it probably was. I remember his face was tied to it somehow. I'm I'm wondering if maybe his face was tied to it, and then it didn't go through, 
and he wasn't actually a part of the project at all. I think Jason David Frank probably was involved with a lot of action series at the time. Because of his popularity in Power Rangers, yeah. I would assume that putting his face for this show would get people to watch it because he just... But if he didn't see his face... I would have to look around, but from what I understand... I know that there was another series that he was in, like fighting and stuff, but... When he left, when he left the Power Rangers thing, I don't seem to remember him doing a whole bunch of acting because he took a hiatus where he actually did acting training. And he actually took some classes and bettered his acting skills, did like an independent movie here and there, and kind of, even when he came in to Power Rangers, from what I understand, Jason already had, like, I think he already had like four dojos, so he was already running his own studio type of thing. He already had dojos, he was already teaching professionally as basically a master, and then I think he refocused his energy into that because I think I think right now he teaches uh, I think he I think he's an instructor for Muay Thai and I think he spent a lot of his time after he left Power Rangers doing that stuff I don't think he did a bunch of action shows I would have to look up his filmography but I think he actually left shows for a while and then kind of got drugged back in by Power Rangers all right. Yeah, because boom, when he last appeared in Turbo, he didn't reappear as a Ranger until '04 in our series. For the Forever Red. No, no, you're absolutely right. He came back in '02 and during the Wild Force run to do the Forever Red episode. Then he didn't come back for another two years for the for the Dino Thunder. Dino Thunder. And then until just what a year or two ago, came back for the Legendary War and. Uh, um, Super Mega Force. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's been. I think it would be tough to sell as a Ranger now. Like I still like him, and he he's constantly he's constantly in talks and everything. And now now that we've actually got to meet the guy face to face, shake his hand, and even sit front row in his panels, mm-hmm. like he was really cool. It was neat to talk with the guy, but. He's pretty big. Like it's kind of hard to sell him as a as a Power Ranger now. And that's not say I'm not saying big like he fucking put on a beer gut. He buffed the shit up. So he looks more like a professional wrestler. Dude, he's huge. Ranger. He's huge. He is he pre, he prepped himself for professional yeah. fighting. Like I yeah. said, he re, he reinvested his time into being serious. Well, he the, became uh, a Muay Thai instructor. He flies all over the world doing doing instructions and things like that. He runs an instruction video course. He has hundreds of students now. He has a professional fighting record. On that Mighty Morphin Life series, you can kind of see My Morphin Life. My Morphin Life, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And um, one of the questions that was asked at the con was, this new Power Ranger movie, are you making it an appearance? Are, do you have a cameo? in the new Power Rangers series because, let's let's face it, JDF is the face of Power Rangers here in America. Mm, kind of. I mean, people mostly know him for it, yes. Well, yeah, it, but who else would you put? Because America, we have one big thing. And I'm not going to say that the rest of the world doesn't do the same thing, but here in America, we are commercialized as shit. Our favorite thing in the world to do 
is to pick something and make it the face of. Sega is Sonic. Uh, Xbox is Master Chief. Uh, PlayStation was Crash Bandicoot. We always like to tie anything, any product that we can have into something that can, quote, be recognizable. There's even an intestinal medicine now where they created an intestines mascot. We do this with everything. Have you guys not seen the new Ford commercials? They're using Dragon Ball Z. Right. So you see, that's what I'm getting at. America commercializes everything to the extreme, and, way more than I think others do. When I said that he's the face of Power Rangers, because when I, when you, here in America, you sit down with somebody who grew up with our series. And you, or even didn't. Or didn't, and you ask him, name one ranger. And how many, how many and if, you take a, if you take a freaking uh, tally of how many people will tell you, oh, uh, Tommy, they're going to remember Jason David Frank. Because because not only was he the most popular ranger in, in my opinion during that run, he is he, him. He, he's been the the one that's been around the longest. And there's another character that kept, that kept coming back as well, and that's the guy who played a uh, bulk. Those two kept coming back for different shows. Actually, kind of bulk and skull to a certain point. If I had to say the rangers that reoccur the in ranger history for here in America, the reoccurring characters are. Bulk most. He was in the series the longest, and I think he's had the most cameos after. And the actual guy himself. Pay attention to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers at the start. If you ever go back to just rewatch the series for what for whatever reason, look at the credits. He started the reason he started appearing a lot less. He became like a weird cameo where he'd walk in, fall over, everybody would laugh, and he'd move on. He was directing the episodes. So you take him, then you take Jason David Frank, which keeps coming back as Rangers and in special events like Forever Red and the Legendary War, and then the third person is probably Adam. Yes. Yes, Adam, after his run in Mighty Morphin, he did make an appearance in space, and he did come back in Operation Overdrive for a two-part episode where he was leading a new team of Rangers I was actually surprised we did not see him in Legendary War. That is that that well, shocked me. As you, as anybody knows, he's a huge voice actor. A lot of your anime characters, a he, lot of he your, does Ichigo. He does Ichigo. He is the if you ever if you're a fan of Persona Four and you've seen the uh, anim, the um, the animation, he's the voice of you, Narakami. You, you know, also um. This is a little off topic, but it's interesting. I think I figured out who's playing the voice for the guy in the third game. Who's that? When I heard him say his persona, it caught me off guard at first. I think that's Robin from the Teen Titans. Mm. Interesting. I'm almost positive. Um, but no. Yeah. Um, it could be, be the reason, you know, like I said, he's a huge voice actor. Not just in anime, but in video games in general. He could have been busy during the Legendary War, couldn't make it. But they did have they did have a lot of Rangers from previous series come back. A lot of them. Well, like, there was a handful that came back, but not not as none many. Of, but none of them have been a staple to the series like JDF. So now that people have realized this. This show is going to be interesting. We are going to talk Zords for the first part of the show. 
The second part of the show, we might talk some Sentai stuff. We might share some Power Ranger stories because let's be honest, the Zords. There's not going to be a whole lot here. I'm I'm not. These episodes would be like five minutes long because we're going to go through these pictures. We're going to rate them. It's going to be done. But I just wanted to let everybody go on with their conversation because we are going to fill some time and get up to 15, sometimes the 20 minute, maybe even the 30 minute mark Try to. by discussing things like uh, how terrible were shows that tried to knock them off, like the knockoff Power Rangers shows like the Beetleborgs and crap. We're going to be discussing that kind of stuff on this show. But wasn't uh, there? I think there was one called a uh, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Yes, I think, yes. So we are set to rate this. And we are going to start this rating off with Scott Action Jackson over there. Um, I think I'm going to be kind. Not as kind as... Jason, <laughs> Jason was with the previous episode. Um, Because of it being Spider-Man and the first Robo that kicks off the rest of the... Super Sentai Robos. Three. Thank you, Captain Jackass, sitting there holding the microphone. Uh, I think I'm going to be a little bit more generous than you. I'm giving this a 3.5. It's not terrible, but at the same time, like Bill said, some of it doesn't make sense. But pieces do. But at the same time, yes, pieces do. And the fact that, yes, it is the first... I'm definitely going to give it some credit here. Like, they were doing some pretty decent stuff with it. I mean, again, usually with your first idea, it's not exactly the best idea, but at the same time, you still understand where the purity of the idea comes from. you got to start from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. You have to start somewhere in order to actually get somewhere. Like how the first Sentai started. Uh-huh. Thank you for the mic, Lieutenant Dumbass. Um... Dicks. For me, 2.5. 2. 2.5. 2.5, yeah. Any reason? There were parts of it, like going through, all the, going through the pictures. Right. There were, there were some pictures that were terrible. But then as we were going through the pictures. I would have preferred seeing some of the attacks or something that it could have done. And I realize when saw, you're looking for pictures. one. When you're looking for pictures, I realize it's limited and it's tough. And this show, I, I do remember watching some of it. And i got to be honest, I don't remember anything that this Zord could do. I remember he had a shield. He had a sword. I think he had an attack that was close to what our Megazord did. He lifted it up. It shined and he cut once and they died. I want to say that this show doesn't have much for attacks in the Zord. I think he could shoot some missiles or something. And he could fly... And when he flew, I think he shot like these machine gun things. He'd be like, duh, 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 and the monster would fall down. Then he'd turn into the robot and land, and they'd fight for a while. So like, but as we went through the pictures, I didn't care for the leopard head. I'm, I'm just going to go throw that out there. I didn't care for that. It makes no sense. But Why is it even there? Maybe because of the name. Uh, about, that's about it. Which is good and fine, but... If I was making a show, even in Japan, I'm making a show about Spider-Man. Blue Shark Ranger gets a Shark Zord. Dragon Ranger gets a Dragon Zord. Weird Tiger Ranger guy gets a Tiger Zord. 
Spider-Man gets a leopard. Stupid, stupid rhino dude gets a rhino zord. But yeah, Spider-Man got a leopard head man. And just because you put, and just because, and just because you put cobwebs on your uh, zord does not make it spider-related. Yeah, it, this is a little weak to me. I'm actually sitting at like. I'm probably 1.5. I don't think this Zord is very good. I don't think it's on theme. And that's important when you look at a show like the Sentai. And if we're to include this in the Sentai history, most every time the Sentai follow a theme. But then again, they were figuring out with the Zord, as Robo Zord as well, too. So Yeah, but even even when you look at, uh, even when you look at the first Rangers that we recovered... That we, that we that we ever covered the first guys we covered the first go-go. they're like they're like government super spies which and are they, clothing costumes and they just have, but they they're government super spies and they fight an evil corporation like bad guys the bad guys fly these giant zeppelins and drop bombs zeppelins and the good guys fly this weird super secret jet thing, almost like what you've seen in the old Gotcha Man cartoons. Oh, God. So it, it stays on cue to the theme that they were working with. But this, why does he have a leopard man, a flying fortress leopard man that turns into a robot? He has a spider car. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm even going to let that go. That at least is spider yeah, exactly. And we, because we did it here in America, too, so I don't have a lot of room to talk. Yeah, especially now that uh, Spider-Man happens to be billionaire Bruce, I mean, uh, Peter Parker. And he does have the spider car back again. Uh, the spider buggy? Yeah. No, there's a spider car in the yeah, new Spider-Man. So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about the older Spider-Man who had a spider buggy because of Johnny Storm. But that's See, that's else. what I mean. So yeah. I can't really cop to that, but why? Look, I think I'm at like a 1.5. All right. Well, after doing up the math for everybody, Shane, yeah, okay. Shane rated everybody okay. rated. Uh, after doing up the math, I'm going to go to the third decimal for this, just for the sake of in case we have ties later on. But it's sitting at a two point six two five, so technically a two point six three. All right, that has been the first episode of our season two for this, I guess. Yay, season two! So yeah, um. We're going to start going through the Zords now. Season 2 or Season 2, Sue? No, we're not bringing that shit back up. This is just Season (laughs) 2.